0: Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are gonna talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we wanna be more blessed, we gotta give God something to work with. And I'm gonna help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's Barbara Gian at barbarageehan.com. Hope you guys are doing amazing today. I have a story for you. Yesterday was a day. I had back to back calls, meetings in the morning. I was finished around noon. No, 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 no. Back up. The night before that was Wednesday. Wednesday night, we had a delicious dinner. My daughter Mia shared this idea with me. It's basically like salmon bites or sushi bites, I guess. Put them in a muffin pan, super easy, super delicious. So we had that for dinner Wednesday night. But my poor son swallowed a bone. I thought I pulled them all out. I was really, really careful to try to get them all out before I cooked them. But the poor guy swallowed a bone. And he immediately felt it and was complaining of some pain, but he could still talk and breathe. And so we weren't like rushing to the ER or anything. And so of course, where do I go? YouTube, where you can learn anything. And found all these suggestions for helping if you swallow a bone to get it to go down. And so we tried a bazillion things. Well, the next day he woke up and he still had some pain from it. It was really bothering him. And so I decided to take him into the doctor and there was no, there were no appointments locally. So I had to go out of town about 20 minutes or so from here, take him to the doctor. They actually see a piece of the bone back way back on his throat, but they can't do it. They're not specialized or equipped to do things like that, procedures like that. So they refer us to the ER, which is in a different city. It's about another 30, 40 minute drive because of traffic. So we get to the ER, we're there forever, you know how it is, and they can't do anything either because it's a specialized procedure. So they refer us to a children's hospital about 30 minutes from there. So we, t- we make the drive, we get there. And by the way, shout out, this is Rady's Children's Hospital in San Diego. They are so amazing. First of all, when you're waiting in the lobby, th- there's somebody designated to walk around and ask every single person there waiting if there's anything they need. And they offer you snacks and drinks and whatnot. So we were really impressed by that. Well, we, they take us back and they tell us that they need to do an x-ray and call in the ENT, ear, nose, throat specialist. So we're there forever. And I'm we're all hungry. We're tired. We're cold because the room was just kept cold. And But their care was excellent. They were so amazing. Every staff member that we interacted with. And so poor Cruz, he has to tell, I mean, you think about from the first appointment to the last, he probably repeated the situation to 12 different staff members doctors nurses intake all that and so he's telling them that he was eating salmon and he swallowed a bone and I just kept feeling like saying Alaskan wild for some reason I just felt like I needed to share the type of salmon but that was just in my head so he tells the story over and again and long story short they end up being able to take it out with these pliers. And it was a nice size bone. It wasn't ginormous, but just to know that that bone was stuck at the back of his throat for 24 hours, I felt so bad for him. But one thing I forgot. So when we did our YouTube research, there's all these suggestions that you can try out if you swallow a bone. We tried all of them. And the doctor at Rady's busted up laughing when we told her what we did in the span of, I think it was probably an hour or so, this poor kid, he drank a full bottle of soda, a full glass of milk, a full glass of water, two tablespoons of olive oil, a chunk of butter, and a solid piece of a banana. We tried, I think that's everything. Is that everything? Oh, and he gargled with peroxide. We, he was desperate, And so we were just trying it all. And so she was cracking up and saying she's surprised he didn't get sick. I was surprised too. That's a lot. That would make me sick very easily. All right, let's jump in. Before we do, let's say thank you to our sponsor. The Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal is a 90-day journal for you to practice your gratitude muscle every single day in just a few minutes. I'm on my third journal now and I love starting my mornings with this journal. I share it sometimes on Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes and it is on Amazon and you should pick one up for yourself or somebody else. Okay. I love our topic today because it's very practical and useful for every single one of you out there. I don't care who you are or what your daily life is like. This can be so life-changing for you. We are talking about morning routines. And just from talking to a lot of people, I don't hear that most people seem to have a morning routine. I didn't have one until about five or six years ago myself. And the way it got started for me was I don't actually remember, but I do remember I read a book called Morning Miracle. This is when I first started tuning in to the whole self development space and listening to podcasts and everything. And I heard about this book, bought it, you guys know I love books. And it went over the importance and power of having a good solid routine every morning. And I followed the structure that was offered in the book. So at first, I did an hour long, broken into 20 minute chunks. And I think I did reading, journaling, exercising, And that's 60. So that's what I did. Read, write, exercise. And I did that for a while until I felt like "Mm, that wasn't really the best fit for me. So then I started incorporating more time with God during that hour, first hour of the morning. And I started waking myself up an hour before or an hour earlier than I normally would wake up. That way I had complete stillness and quiet and alone time and I've been doing it ever since so it has evolved as far as what I'm doing and how I'm using that time but I think it's important that we all have one now I used to hear from different people in this in the self-development space that uh, you know you have to have one it'll mess up your whole day if you don't have one that is not true at least for me and it's not something that I really believe. I think when I don't get my my routines in I feel it it's on my mind it, it it's kind of like a void something I have to fit in so like for example today I do toastmasters once a week and it's very early so the only thing that I get to do before I leave is pray so I still have to read my devotional read my bible and stretch Those are the other things I do every single morning. So on Thursdays every week, I kind of feel like something's missing. Does not mess up my whole day, but I can feel it. I'm aware of it because it's such a part of me now. And what I've realized is that what each of us starts or the way that each of us start our day off has a huge impact on the rest of the day. It kind of sets the tone for the rest of your day. And I know a lot of people are not morning people or maybe you have a work schedule that you wake up, you know, in the afternoon or you work nights or whatever. And so the morning, as most of us would identify it, isn't a morning for you, but it's really just the first part of whenever it is that you wake up. Using that first hour in a intentional and purposeful way that will help you. Set the tone for the rest of your day. So I'm a big advocate for having time before you go to work. You log on to your email. Oh, and that's another thing. I used to hear a lot of, you know, don't check your emails in the morning before you before you kind of spend that quality time with yourself and um, just don't get don't get on social media. And I, I guess because maybe for me, my email's never crazy. Uh, I check my email first thing. It's not a big deal. I might have a couple of emails and usually most of them are just deletes anyway. But I don't know, I guess it depends on how many of those emails are gonna be from work. Yeah, I would say if, you're, if they're from work, yeah, you definitely wanna leave those until you're actually sitting down and ready to be in work mode. So in that instance, it makes sense. The other thing to note is that there's nothing magical that's going to happen or come out of you having a morning routine. But I will say that there is something magical that happens over time in a transformation that you have just by those specific acts in your routine that you do every day. They begin to shape and form and transform you. And so I think there is definitely a lot of power in having these um, routines. Okay, so you get that I'm a big advocate for having a morning routine. And because once you get started in your day, it is almost impossible to interrupt it to have such quality time the way that you can first thing in the morning when all is still and all is quiet. And I think that would be probably the biggest thing to consider if you're trying to work it into some other part of your day is that it's very, very unlikely you're going to actually do that. So let's walk through my morning routine just to give you an idea and share it with you. Maybe I'll give you an idea. I wake up at 545 and I have an alarm, but I'm so used to waking up at that time now that I just wake up. So I usually wake up before that actually. And the first thing I do is wash up, of course. And then I go out into the family room and I drink a full glass of water and I go and then I stretch and I do about six or seven different stretches. It takes me about that long, six or seven minutes. And then I pray and my prayers I've shared before, they're about 15 to 20 minutes. After I'm finished praying, I make my coffee and as I'm drinking my coffee, I'm writing in my gratitude journal. And once I'm finished with my gratitude journal, which only takes me a few minutes every day, I have scripture memory uh, that I'm working on. I'm always trying. My goal for this year is 150 verses. I think I think I have about 100. I have to actually test myself, but I think I'm I'm getting I'm making good progress. So I have scripture that I just test myself on. Then I move to my devotional and Bible reading. And I take notes as I'm reading my Bible. That really helps. And then I'm in that mode of time with God. And right now I'm working on a devotional. So it's perfect. I just, once I'm finished with all my stuff, I spend maybe the next 30 to 45 minutes just writing right now it happens to me by my devotional Uh, other than that if it's not that i may choose to go straight into my work but by 8 30 or so my body is ready to move so i usually will go from my morning time and switch into my workout clothes And then it's always changing from there. Sometimes I'll go take a walk right away or work out, or sometimes I will go run an errand and come back and work for a little bit. And then my day is just never exactly the same. It just depends on how I'm feeling. And I've come to see my my mornings as me time. It's like that oxygen mask analogy where you have to give yourself oxygen first before you can help somebody else, right? It's kind of the same idea for me. It's what I need to take care of myself so that I can show up my best for everybody else in my family. Again, it's not going to ruin my day or my mood. Over time, it might though, if I'm not feeding myself these things that are so important to my spiritual and mental and emotional and physical growth then it's going to have a negative impact for sure. So that is why I hold so firmly to, and I know I feel like I've said morning routine probably a hundred times already, but that's okay for myself and advocate it for everybody else. I think it's so important, and it has it serves such a uh, a meaningful purpose in our the big picture of our lives. So if you don't have one, I. Encourage you to start, even if it's not a full hour. Maybe you wake up 30 minutes before you do. Everything can be adjusted to meet your needs and to work best for you the way that your life is. So you got to start small, start small, and go from there and do the things that have substance for you. Um, I do love to read. Uh, sometimes I will read a little bit in the morning, depending on how much time I have, but usually I reserve that for night because I have a night routine also which I won't get into on this show, but routines, very important. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Start your morning routine, get it started, see the difference that it makes over time. I know you guys will love having one. All right, until next time, be a blessing and be blessed.